Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was so cool. I think you're so talented. Social media is only positive with Zigazoo, the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. In Zigazoo, all community members are verified kids like yours, and all content is fully human moderated. Try out Zigazoo this spring break. Download the Zigazoo app today. Follow the money. That's what I always say. You always follow yeah, the money. Yeah, yeah. This is Follow the Money with Mitch Moss and Polly Howard on VSIN. Welcome in. This is Follow the Money here on VSIN. This show is presented by DraftKings in this hour. We'll recap the weekend betting action in Win Some, Lose Some. Michael Lombardi will join us coming up in 30 minutes and our in pocket plays here. More college football as uh, John Talty joins the program now, senior writer, 24 7 sports. He's on X at Jay Talty. John, good morning. Thanks for the time today. How are you? Appreciate you guys having me. You bet. You got it. Okay, so now here we are. Championship, well, weekend is now set for games Friday and Saturday. The SEC title game is down to, uh, you know, the two favorites in the conference before the season started. I know LSU is right there with Alabama, but it's going to be the Crimson Tide and the Bulldogs. Your your impression, like your reaction when you saw the point spread right away, Georgia is now a five, even at some spots, a five and a half point favorite against the Crimson Tide. Yeah, not not shocked by that. You know, I expected Georgia to be the favorite in this game. Uh, I think Georgia, especially the way that, you know, they looked a little sloppy against Georgia Tech, but the way that I think that they were able to beat up Ole Miss, uh, beat up on Tennessee, beat Missouri, you know, this is a team that seemed to be peaking at the right time. Alabama has been more, more of a roller coaster this year. Uh, and I think you saw some of that, especially this past week against Auburn in the Iron Bowl that this is a team that it's never going to be easy. So there, there's it's going to be a challenge for Alabama to win this game. Now, of course, there's going to be plenty of storylines about Kirby Smart versus Nick Saban. And of course, that Alabama is the last team to beat Georgia ahead of their long winning streak here in this game two years ago, 2021, where somewhat similar circumstances in that Alabama looked really bad against Auburn needed four overtimes to beat Auburn comes in as an underdog in the SEC championship game and then puts together its best game of the year and beats Georgia Georgia of course ends up winning that national championship later on that season but uh, this is a Georgia team that seems to have figured out its offense uh, we know they have their talent Carson Beck has improved a lot and uh, I think there's you know no reason to be surprised by them being uh, you know a five-point favorite here are you baffled by what Hugh Freeze did on the last play? Yeah, I mean, it's pretty incredible that he's now been on the receiving end of not only that play, but in 2015, that fourth and 25 play against Arkansas that ended up allowing Alabama to make the SEC championship. Uh, that's just one of those where I get why they do it. You want to drop a lot of guys uh, back, but Jalen Miller had all day back there and uh, ultimately was able to find Isaiah Bond. And when you watch that replay, it looked like he might have had multiple guys he could have thrown to in the end zone. Bond, obviously the guy that he locked in on and scored the touchdown with, but 
that's just a dangerous play when you give a guy who not only has the running ability, but also has a really strong arm. When you give him that much time to survey the field, you're asking a lot from your defensive backs to be able to cover for that long. Ultimately, it was six seconds or so. And it's just mind boggling. I don't know. I've watched that replay numerous <laughs> times already, and it still boggles the mind watching it. Yeah. Yeah. Well said. I can't believe the spy, too. Like he's going to take you, like Mitch said, you want him to run. It's fourth and goal from the 31. Who cares if he runs? I know I can't, right. I can't believe the whole team wasn't in the end zone. I can't believe it. I still stunned. Yeah, it's, uh, you, I mean, you could replay that multiple times and it still is never really going to make sense. But that's just something about this Alabama team that they've won numerous games where it felt improbable or unlikely uh you yeah. know there are times tennessee it felt like they were going to lose texas a&m so there's a little bit of that factor of this team that you know doesn't really apply to gambling but sometimes the team i think just has a little bit of that it factor and this alabama team is not as talented as some of the previous ones certainly under the nick saban era but uh it's, it's just it's got guys like jail Milrow who just seem to make plays at the end of uh, games i'm glad you brought up the game from you know two years ago when they went there and played the iron bowl on the road again and it took a miracle to win that game and they were completely dead and buried. They were not going to make the playoff. Uh, and then they went to the SEC title game. And you're right. I mean, that was the last time Georgia lost a football game. And Alabama played their absolute A game the following week after nearly blowing it to the Tigers. Yeah, and that's what I think you know you could see from this team again. I think what's so fun about particularly Alabama-Georgia is obviously the the relationship between Kirby Smart and Nick Saban is well known, it's well established. They worked together for more than a decade at at multiple different places, including LSU and the Miami Dolphins. And these are two guys that know each other very well. And I think that's leads to kind of that fun chess match of of football in which you know what I like to do, you know what I don't like to do, and how do I try to force you into what you don't like to do and how do I try to you know force you to let me do what I want to do. And that's the kind of fun thing between these two guys. And you know, more often than not, Nick Saban has had the advantage. Now, Kirby Smart later on that year was able to win his first national championship over Alabama. Uh, Alabama fans will, would point out to you that Jameson Williams hadn't gotten hurt. Alabama could have won that game. Uh, they were winning into the fourth quarter of that national championship game. But, you know, Georgia wins that game and really kind of starts off this kind of dynasty type run that we're seeing right now, which they've won the last two. They're, I think, one of the the hot teams, one of the favorites to win a third. And for them to win their third would be un- unprecedented. Uh, I don't think we're – I think the last time to do it was, what, in the 1930s? Uh, so kind of a, a whole different era now for Kirby Smart and Georgia to be able to accomplish that. So there's there's a lot at stake for both teams. And, you know, this is it's not quite a national quarterfinal uh, just because I think Alabama could win and still not make the playoff. But – uh, it has that general feel in the last year of the four-team playoff where both of these teams need to win to have a shot to get in. Okay. Now, based on that, let's follow the money here on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. Our guest, John Talty, he covers college football for 24-7 sports and covered Alabama for a long time as well. Let's say Alabama escapes Saturday with a narrow win, and it's like 28-27. Great game. Both teams look really, really good. Is there a better chance, in your opinion, of the SEC getting both teams in the playoff or zero teams in the playoff? In, in that sense, I think it's zero, um, which is definitely the uh, you know the thing that I think scares uh, the SEC at this point. Um, they have not missed a playoff to this point since it started in 2014. And I think you can make good arguments for both teams to make it. This is just an unpre- unprecedented situation in which we have this many teams who are either undefeated uh, or one loss power five teams heading into this final weekend where you try to do the math, you try to run all the different scenarios and it, it's just, it's hard to find a way for both to get it. Now, if Florida state loses to Louisville, I think that would open up a spot. If Oregon beats Washington, could you talk yourself into Alabama and or Georgia being over Oregon? Potentially. I don't think that would necessarily play out that way. And then of course you would need Texas to lose to Oklahoma State as well. Uh, Michigan, I think, is in. I don't see them losing to Iowa. So just the the potential spots are just limited right now. And now I understand the argument that the SEC will find a way, find a way to get in. I think that's definitely conceivable. Uh, it feels hard to leave out a one-loss SEC champion Alabama team that would have beaten number one Georgia, which had not lost since 2021. Uh, I get that. That would certainly qualify in the four best teams. But if you've got four undefeated teams ahead of it, I just I don't really know, you know, how how it 
sneaks in. Uh, it's certainly going to be, for the first time in a long time, I think, guys, a situation headed into that kind of selection Sunday where there's real drama, there's real intrigue. The last few years, there really has not been much. The Florida State situation's a mess now. It really makes it difficult. I, I, what do you? Th- if that's, let's say they win by three points, what would you do? And what do you think they'll do? It's so hard. So last year, I they do this thing um, with college football playoff where they do they invite media members to kind of go uh-huh. through the selection process. I did it last year, okay. and one of the teams that we talked a lot about was that I think it was 2014 Florida State, which was undefeated, right? But was very wobbly down the stretch. Mm-hmm. That was you know Jameis, and they ended up getting destroyed by Oregon. And I remember we debated a lot like this is an undefeated team, but it's not one of the four best teams, and ultimately in both our scenario and then also in real life, Florida state made it, even though I think back in that moment, it didn't feel like it was one of the four best teams. So if the college football playoff actually goes by its mantra of the four best teams, I don't think Florida state is one of them at this point. They have the resume. Uh, They obviously were a very good team of Jordan Travis. They beat LSU. They've beaten some good teams, but in this current moment without Jordan Travis, I don't think they're one of the four best teams. I think Alabama would be better than them in this scenario. It's just very hard for me to imagine them leaving out an undefeated power five team. I just It's never happened before, and mm-hmm. I just don't see them doing it, even if there's a strong argument for it. It's just sometimes you just take the easier path out, and the easier path is to just take the undefeated ACC champion. Does Alabama, if it comes down to it, John, and it's the fourth team, right, and it comes down to Alabama and Texas, does Bama win out there in the committee's eyes? Or are they going to look at that win by Texas back in September and say, nope, too much. They have the head-to-head win. They're going to get in. Yeah, I think I think that's what the, the conversation has been to this point, that Texas having that head-to-head 10-point win in Tuscaloosa gives them the edge. Now, again, I think if you look at how these two teams have played down the stretch, I think that Alabama has a more impressive resume overall. But I think it's very hard for Alabama to overcome that head-to-head loss to Texas because Texas uh, will have a win over Alabama. That's it's going to be its best win. And so if Alabama beats Georgia and is the SEC champion, Texas then gets to say, hey, our best win was we went on the road and beat a top three, top five, whatever it ends up being, Alabama team. And Oregon doesn't have a win like that. You know, none of these teams are going to have a win that good outside of Michigan over Ohio State. So I think that's the the kind of the nightmare scenario for the SEC is Texas winning out and, you know, having that head to head win over Alabama uh, because it seems to at least to this point block Alabama from jumping the Longhorns. Yep. Uh, John, we have like 20 seconds here. You have a Heisman vote. Uh, who do you think wins eventually between Knicks, uh, between Daniels? I think Penix is kind of out of it at this point, but between those two guys. Yeah, I think it's I think it's Knicks or Daniels. Um, you know, I think Daniels has been the guy headed in, but him not playing conference weekend, I think if Bo Nix goes wild, beats Washington, puts Oregon in the playoff, you know, we have recency bias. I think that would mm. kind of swing a lot of votes. And so uh, I think if Oregon wins and Bo plays well, Bo ends up being the guy. Um, but if he has a, a terrible game and Washington wins, I think Daniels should get that push. I think you're spot on. You can follow John on X. He's at Jay Talty. Read him at 24-7 Sports. John, that was an awesome spot. Thanks so much for the time today. We appreciate that. Appreciate it, guys. Thank you. Good. There you go. Enjoy the games this week. We'll recap the betting action from the weekend and win some, lose some next here on VEASAN. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 
2025 QX80 coming this summer. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Wow, winning. Or was it a rough one? Well, they can't all be winners, can they? Loser! You're a loser! Molly Howard recaps the night in sports betting in Win Some, Lose Some. Looks like someone's got a case of the Mondays. Most passing yards, Trevor Lawrence, plus 850. He was solid in the win over Houston. And Kyron Williams, most rushing yards, 30-1. to All over Arizona's defense. And McVay covers again against Arizona. He owns them. What do you have on Sunday, Monday night unders? Now, after last night now, Ravens, Chargers, clearly saying under. Yeah. Combined, that's now 22-3 and three on the season to the under. Come on. Sunday night football is 10-3 and three under. So we haven't had one Monday night game go over yet? I thought it was one, but uh, you could be right. Yeah, you could be right. Wow. You know what to do tonight? That is wild. Staggering. Blow a scoring game, Patriots-Giants, 3-1. to one. Lowest scoring team, Patriots, 11-1. to one. Highest scoring game, Eagles-Bills, 7-1. to one. Highest scoring team, we cut the bike in half, Rams and Eagles. The Rams were 12-1, to one. the Eagles were 7-1. to one. Panthers and Bengals both cash under their win totals. That's official. The Jags, the Jags have covered 10 in a row on the road. Jalen Hurts has won 14 in a row against teams above 500. And how about this from Evan Abrams? Totals lined 37 or less. Since 2020, are 25-5-1 to the under. It went 3-1 and one this past week. How, wow. How can that be? Well, some of these games, I mean, the Pats-Giants game no had chance. absolutely no chance no. to go over. No way. Safety cashed again, and overtime cashed again. DraftKings has that up every week as well. Kentucky upsets Louisville in college, plus 250. Cal beats UCLA. They were 3-1. to one. Iowa State plus 250. They get there as well. The Pacers are 14-1 to the over on the season in the NBA. And in hockey, updated hot numbers. Goal in the first 10. Seattle 10-0 at home. Arizona 7 in a row. Minnesota 8-1 last 9. And the Blues have got their 8 in a row on the road. That's all goal in the first 10. Subscribe, be part of the team, vcin.com, our radio and podcast friends. You always want to see these tweets and videos. Chip sent this in. Happy Thanksgiving. He's a local. He goes back to us, I think, with the ESPN days. Not the big Royale with cheese, but was blessed to hit this on Thanksgiving Day. That is, uh, that's good enough. Of course. That's $4,000. Look what he held. He held the queen and the 10 of diamonds. Good move. And the Jack King ace come out for four grand. Well done. Congrats to a lucky local. Lose some Coastal Carolina from nine and a half down to four. Routed by James Madison. Wisconsin, Minnesota over 41 up to 46. No good. Louisville, Kentucky under 51 down to 48. No chance. West Virginia from six and a half up to 13. Lucky to win the game against Baylor. Denver, Cleveland under 41 down to 37 and a half. No good. Big safety in there late. Jacksonville Texans over 45, up to 48. No good. Uh, Survivor, 
I patted him on the back all year. But now it's after he makes the list. Circus Survivor Thursday, Motor City. Put all 10 entries on the Detroit Lions. All 10. His alias, Motor City, is out of Survivor. He had 10 left. He used all of them on the Lions. What do you think about that move? Horrible move. Horrible move. Now he did, you're, you're, so you're still alive in Survivor. I'm not. I'm a little gun shy to talk about it when I'm out. I would think that if you're going to do this and you have 10 left, why not go nine and then one? You have I'm, to. I'm not. I'm not for. The, I'm not for the double option. But if you're going to go all in on one team, that's yeah. you're, you're just kicking it past your skis, man. I don't know. One person didn't get a pick him. It's another one. Well, we were told that there was a chance that there was going to be a ticket or multiple tickets on that did not have a team available at all. They forgot to plan for Thanksgiving. How can that? You couldn't use. You didn't have Green Bay. That's yeah. the other thing too. Some people were were ticked off about. Well, this is ridiculous because the people who already used the big favorites got bailed out because all they had was Green Bay. Because I tweeted, I go twelve on Green Bay. Yeah, there, there were some people that that already used the big favorites and got bailed out. Well, I could, and, and I, there's an incredible story coming up involving that too. Yeah, more on this. Uh, you will not believe yeah. the selections for the games yesterday. Yeah. I was mystified at that. Okay, one lose some here. I mean, we have you covered. We've shown this before. How about these hotel mini bar prices? <laughs> Peanut M&Ms, $10. Mint cookie bites, $10. A Coke, $5. It's like Eddie Murphy in Beverly Hills Cop. $5 for a Coke. And then look at it down there. Intimacy kit, $35. Hey, honey, you want to get after it? Hop on the good foot and do the bad thing? You want some M&Ms, too? I'm in for sure. 50 bucks. Yeah. <laughs> Make sure, make sure you go fire up some of that $35 uh, cab first. I mean, you got the intimacy kit on there as well. And you go all the, we got the liquor on the side. We got the Twix. We have the, you know, you can do the cookie lineup if you want. You got everything covered. But look, I mean, come on, $10 for M&M's. Holy can, cow. Can we get some details on the kit, please? Jesus. What's involved here? Yeah, Polly, put you, Polly, why your hands up? Because I just got robbed. <laughs> My God, incredible. Bad for the books. Tampa Indy over, 41 up to 45. Purdue, two and a half up to six and a half against Indiana. They won by four. South Florida, four and a half up to seven. Covered against Charlotte. App State from seven up to ten. Buried Georgia Southern. It, it lived up to the hype for all the wrong reasons. Iowa, Nebraska under 28 down to 25. 13 to 10. Oklahoma TCU over 63 up to 67. 69-45 Oklahoma. I can't believe Gabriel played. Well, I guess he's going to play. I can't and, uh, believe it. It looks like nothing's wrong, obviously, yeah. with that guy. And here we go with your bad beats. Air Force over eight and a half wins. They were eight and oh. They were a 19-point favorite against Army. Lost. They were a 20-point favorite against Hawaii. Lost. They were up 17 at home against UNLV. Lost. And they got beat Saturday at, Air, at uh, Boise. Jets First half and under. No soup for you. 99-yard Holland interception return on a Hail Mary. Yeah. The very common Hail Mary pick six. Hail Mary pick six puts Miami and over for the first half. Do you believe it? Worse than the butt fumble. Auburn money line plus 550. Hugh Freeze going to rush two and have a spy on fourth and goal from the 31 single coverage. And the Portland Trailblazers yesterday, plus 550. They were up 26 in the third quarter in Milwaukee yeah, yeah. and lost the game. Oh, it's too good. In the NBA, the game can change in an instant. No kidding. No matter how the action unfolds, you know DraftKings Sportsbook has your back. New customers can score $150 in bonus bets for just betting $5 Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use code FOLLOW at DraftKings. The crowd is yours. Good job, Paulie. Thank you. What I a could, weekend. I couldn't believe the number of people on the Patriots in Circus Survivor. Over 30. 30, 30 plus? They might, win, they might go 2-15. Wow. That's hard. Um, I, can't, I can't believe all these prices and lines on the college championship uh, title games. I think they're all too high and inflated. Oregon, 9.5? They've been great, but um, you're right. Um, uh, Texas from 11 and a half up to 14. I think, uh, uh, and now everyone's betting Louisville too, from six and a half down to three. 
I think, um, what was the other one? Um, trying to think. Liberty's a touch high. New Mexico State's had a good year with Kill. And uh, I don't want Iowa. You could have them. Um, you want to go their team total under, was, Iowa? It's six and a half, right? No, no, no. It's so, like uh, 11, 11 and a half. Oh, wow. It's a, okay. How, okay, so how, how does Iowa, think about this for a second. How do they either score two touchdowns in this game against Michigan, or how do they go, how do they put together three different drives? Yeah. And a touchdown and two other field goals yeah. without assuming get, get, yeah. that it's going to be a defensive, like, you know. Can't happen. It won't, it won't happen. Can't happen. What a game that was. You throw an interception, I throw an interception. Oh. The best thing that happened to Iowa was they throw, they turned the ball over. I think so I, then Purdy could throw a pick right to him and set sure. up the game-winning field goal, yep. which the kid, they went to the backup kicker. Do you realize I was this close to winning Betsgiving on the first day or what, the second what, day? How so? I put together a bet on DraftKings, and I tweeted it out. It paid 100 to 1. It was all in the Nebraska-Iowa game. It was tie into the first quarter. Yeah. It was halftime tie, full game tie. Oh. That, that's like, it's, it, that could have easily been tied at halftime. And think if it is, it's 10-10. And if that, doesn't, if that scenario doesn't happen, that's going to cash. Yeah. Instead, I lost that, and then I just I fizzled <laughs> out. I'm out. I'm out of the contest. That's that. Oh, I put God. it in the, yeah. So I forced I a bunch of weird bets and... I didn't do well either. I no good. The soccer wasn't good. The how about how about the you how about the total in the first quarter was seven. Yep. How can that be? Did you find the first? Can't be seven. First I quarter? couldn't find it. Man, there you go. I couldn't find it. Oh god. The game stays under twenty-five. <laughs> and Iowa was what uh, ten and two on 10 the and season. Two to the to under. The under. <laughs> All these totals were in the thirties tw- and twenties. Insane man. And they went ten and two to the under. Insane. I mean, again, they should have been eleven and one though. The Minnesota yeah. game. The kid housed the punt return. Very true. Let's follow the money here on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. Up next, Michael Lombardi is going to join the program. Uh, We'll get his early thoughts. Great matchup coming up this weekend in the NFL. We'll get his early thoughts on Eagles-Niners next on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. Follow the money on v The menu is so good at DraftKings. We run down all the props Friday in the NFL. And again, as I mentioned, the safety and overtime cash. So much you can bet. And also in the NBA, the game can change in an instant, no matter how the action unfolds. New customers can score $150 in bonus bets instantly. Just bet $5. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use code FOLLOW. Code FOLLOW. For the bonus at DraftKings, the crown is yours. Every Monday at this time, Michael Lombardi joins the program now. His show is called Lombardi Line, weekdays, Monday through Friday, uh, 1 o'clock Eastern, 10 o'clock Pacific. The new podcast is coming out later on today. It's called GM Shuffle, and his book is called Football Done Right. Good mor- uh, morning, Michael. How are you today? I am great. Great week week of football. Wow, it's been great. Last night ended it, so we got another one tonight. It's all good. It's great. Congratulations, Paulie. Keep picking winners, man. I love it. Thank you, sir. I want to begin uh, in New England with the situation that is ongoing with Mac Jones. Uh, Paulie and I actually brought this up a little bit earlier. I can't believe I'm going to say this, Michael. He actually might be as bad as Zach Wilson looked uh, when he was starting no. quarterback. for the. No, not that bad? Okay. <laughs> no, he's worse. No, I think oh. He's worse. oh, he's worse? You think oh. Mac's worse than Zach? But I, I, think that, I think what we have to – I think yesterday was the perfect landscape to understand what we don't usually utilize in handicapping. And does the team like its quarterback? Do you think the Saints like Derek Carr? Yeah. Do you think those players like Derek Carr? Do you think the Patriots players like and can relate to, to Mac Jones? It's one of the things that concerned us when Tom Brady was there. As he was getting older, could he relate to the team? How did we bridge that gap? Well, Max, the same age as these kids, but do you sense that they relate to him, that they like him, that they play for him? Nobody's going to deny this, right? This is just an observation from what I see. Meanwhile, on the other side, Tommy DeVito, who's not very good either, that they like him. Yeah, absolutely. They, they're rooting for him. They're rooting for him. They like him, and they're going to play for him. Same thing with Kenny Pickett. He's not any good, but the Steelers like him. He's well-liked in the locker room. It's what saved Jimmy Garoppolo's career in San Francisco. He was well-liked in the locker room. The players played for him. Mac Jones and Bailey Zappi, they're not like. I mean, you could just feel it. There's no energy they bring to the game. There's no energy. And the team knows it. 
The team knows it. It's the same thing with Carr. He's got great stats. Oh, look, he threw for 300 yards. Oh, if he just had a good defense, he would be in the playoffs every year. Stop it. <laughs> Stop it. He was 0 for 5 in the red zone. He throws a pick six down there. Yeah. That's the problem. They can't relate. There's not a connectivity. Remember, the, the head coach, the, the quarterback, like the head coach is the leader of the team. If there isn't leadership or connectivity, it disappears. This is what we see in New England. We see it in New Orleans, and we see it in other teams too. Great answer. Love the answer. Great insight. Why? Why is Belichick starting him though, and then just going to bench him every game? Because he has nobody else. They got Bailey Zappi, who's over there complaining about the scheme. Meanwhile, he's throwing <laughs> picks on an over route. I mean, look. If you want to criticize Bill, and he deserves to be criticized, is he did nothing to improve the quarterback, even though this summer it was bad. We saw it all summer long. Zappi got cut, Paulie. Remember this? Yeah, right, right, right. Like what they should have done is they should have signed somebody. They signed Will Greer, okay? That didn't work out. Will Greer, how bad must Will Greer be if he can't beat out Zappi or Mac Jones? Right. Look, Belichick's not sabotaging the season. You know, people say, why did he go for it in overtime? Why did he not? Because he was trying to help his team win a game. If Zappi would have thrown three more passes, the Giants might have picked off two of them or had their hands on it. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. I think he's trying to protect his team. That there's no look, if it was if they had somebody remotely breathing that could execute the offense, they would beat Mac Jones out. Yeah, I mean, yeah. you can't hurt a team more than Mac Jones hurts the team. Yeah. Oh, the interception was so bad when they're driving in field goal range. It's a, what, what do you make of the report? It's that, the same thing that happened in Indianapolis, Paulie. They've yeah. given up 10 points the last two weeks and have lost. That's right. That's in the Germany game, right? What What do you make of the report that there's a serious uh, friction between Dayball and Wink Martindale? Well, I, I think, look, Jay Glazer, you typically doesn't make stuff up. I mean, Jay Glazer, you know, he he's a really a strategic bomber. When he sends them on out, there's he got it from somebody relatable, right? We know this. So, and anytime you have a bad situation in terms of losing, uh, I, I think there's always going to be friction, especially when the offensive head is an offensive head coach and the defense is actually trying to play good. I mean, you look yesterday. I, I mean, they were playing as good as you could play defensively. DeVito didn't turn the ball over. He took numerous sacks. I mean, they didn't even try. Barkley was the best player on the field. They didn't give him the ball enough. Okay, so how bad is it going to get? I think it's close to rock bottom if it's not there already in Carolina. But are, is does Reich get the axe before the end of the season or on that Black Monday? when Because he's not going to go beyond year number one, I can't imagine at this point. I, I can't either. But also, I either. I mean, do they make a quarterback change as well, Michael? I, you know, I, I think they should. I agree. You know, you mentioned to me earlier that they said that Andy Dalton, look, they need to save this kids mentally, but this offense is broken and they've embarrassed the owner. I mean, let's face it. They've embarrassed Tepper. He's got all the people saying, we told you to take CJ Stroud. Look at CJ Stroud. My question is, if you would have put uh, Bryce Young in Houston and put Stroud in Carolina, what would that have looked like? You know, I, I mean, I'm not sure Stra uh, Bryce Young's a blown pick. Yes, he's small. I get that. But he's got great rhythm, great timing. But, boy, he's in shotgun all the time, which he doesn't belong in. They do nothing to help the quarterback. A lot of where you get drafted is really determined on how you're getting coached. And Frank Wright has this relationship of being a guru of quarterbacks, yet we've seen it not happen for him, whether it was Carson Wentz. Whether it was, you know, he had Philip Rivers for one year, you know, whether it was Matt Ryan. I mean, the offense is broken. It really is. I, I think it, we're at a point in the season where I think the owners are saying, why would we fire the coach? Why would I fire Ron Rivera and have to pay somebody to be the head coach for five weeks when I'm going to fire everybody anyway? Good question. Follow yeah. the money here on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. Our guest, Michael Lombardi, his show's later on today called The Lombardi Line, 1 o'clock Eastern, 10 Pacific here on Vsin, uh, what are your early thoughts? It's a huge game, uh, not only this week, but maybe beyond with how these teams might be stacked up in the seeding in the NFC. But this this gauntlet's going to continue now for the Eagles, and somehow, some way, Michael, they just keep winning these games. I don't know how they won the last two, but here we yeah. are. They're ten and one, and now the Niners are favored this morning on the road against Philly coming up this week. Your thoughts? You know, I think Philly is playing like a Super Bowl losing team for 50 minutes of most of these games. And then they play like a champion for the last 10 minutes or the last 20 minutes in Buffalo's case. The concern I have about Philly going into this weekend is they played a doubleheader against Buffalo. 
I mean, they played a doubleheader. There's no way uh, mm. Nick Sirianni can practice the team this week with any pass. I mean, it's going to be walkthroughs. They played 92 defensive plays yesterday, you know, and Buffalo did everything in their power to keep them in the game. I mean, let's face it. I mean, Buffalo was exceptional in every area except for, you know, when they needed it the most. I mean, they had 22 third downs in the game and they converted 13 of them. Think about that. They dominated this game, except they missed two field goals. They turned the ball over. It's really a tribute to Philly for their ability to score 24 points in the second half. And, you know, I assume McDermott's going to fire his linebacker coach today because (laughs) all the conversation is about, you know, Buffalo. Where where is Buffalo's defense when they needed it? Hey, why don't you check the stat sheet out this morning and see if you can find Von Miller's name? Now, I know Tony Romo said there's life in Von Miller on the TV yesterday. Why don't you go check the game book and see if he shows up in any stat on that game book? The answer is I'll save you the time. The no. Buffalo gets a lead. They can't rush the passer. That's the problem. This defense has issues. They've always had. They play from in front. Josh Allen can only do so much. Yeah, well said. Roma wanted him to fake a field goal fourth and 17. I mean, he's all over the place. He uh, said Buffalo's playing their best football of the year. I mean, I don't know what game he's – I mean, uh, this is two weeks in a row I've listened to him, and I don't know what game he's watching. Yeah. I mean, he's the Will Rogers of announcing. He loves everybody. Everybody's <laughs> the greatest coach in history. Yeah, yeah. Do you have a lean tonight on Monday Night Football? You know, I I just think Brian Flores will do a good job. Remember the last time they played this game in Chicago, Kirk Cousins was the quarterback, right? and so was Fields. Fields gets hurt, Badgen comes in and turns the ball over, which gives the game to Minnesota. But this Bear defense played Minnesota's offense with Jefferson, with Cousins, as well as you could play them all year. They really did. I think it's a struggle. I, I give Minnesota, I mean, I think I would take the points at three. I know it's coming down. It was three and a half. I liked it better there. But I think the Bears are playing better defensively. This is a moment where usually Justin Fields plays well on national TV. Uh, Lombardi line later on today, 1 o'clock Eastern, 10 Pacific. Also be on the lookout wherever you get your podcast. GM Shuffle dropping later on this morning. And get his book called Football Done Right. Michael, great spot today as always. Thanks for the time. Thank you, guys. Great you job, go. sir. Michael Lombardi. Yeah, great worse. Job. Mac Jones is worse. Jeez. So this is really what's going to happen well, that, now. That's also the, the the report was they can't stand them. And the, the Germany yeah. game, that was it. It's like, oh, you're, t- you're killing us with these stupid throws. So Belichick's going to be at the top of the mountain for 20 years with Tom Brady. <laughs> Brady leaves, and he's yeah. going to, like, wow. this, this is it. This is his parting shot. He's going to leave New England as the, they're the worst team in football with Carolina? There were people, and I listened to a lot of podcasts and read a lot of stuff all summer. There were people that thought this was a playoff team. They're going to go 2-15. and 15. This is madness how bad they are. Yeah. Up next, in pocket plays. We'll recap the bets we made over Thanksgiving weekend and what we're on today. Next here on VSIN. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other. As Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infinity QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. 
BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. to determine the winner of any given college basketball game. Someone gives you 10,000 to 1 on anything. You take it. Take it. Take it. I'll bet you 20 bucks I can get you gambling before the end of the day. No way. I'll give you 3 to 1 odds. Nope. 5 to 1. Nope. 10 to 1. You're right. We love you all. It's great to be back. Little mini vacation. Recharge the batteries. It did not go well with soccer. And uh, Survivor, we got there. But the what did Kyle Whittingham play a fifth string quarterback? Did he sneak this in on me? Utah first half, no Sanders for Colorado, which I thought would happen. And Utah at home, I thought would bury him. And they were lucky to win the game. I think Whittingham played a fifth string quarterback. Oh, are you here telling me that uh, Whittingham kind of held things uh, on? Yeah, no kidding. Right, he didn't want to tell yeah. everybody what was going to happen. Cam Rising, who didn't play it down, was listed as a starting quarterback week one against Florida. That's right. A week before the game. <laughs> God. Birmingham City wins. They beat Sheffield Wednesday. Small plus price there. Cash it. For the first time, excuse me, that's coming up. Stockport had won 14 in a row in League Two. They go down to god-awful Newport County. Didn't see that coming. Jane Mansfield loses for the first time in conference play, league play, against Swindon Town, which had all their issues. I don't know. Rough week with the soccer. Cheltenham Town won a game, too. Yeah, I saw that. They beat Oxford United. (laughs) They're in second place. What gives? Tulane, they win in cover. They've been very good to me this year. Uh, I was surprised at that line. I'm surprised at the line coming up, which I'll get to. Tulane wins. They're in the conference title game. The last 10 have gone over. I I just, I thought it'd be close to the vest conservative game but michigan ohio state anything but 30 24 does more have more wins against top five schools than james franklin the michigan interim i think it's top 10 he does well what was Th- penn state ranked when michigan beat them that's right yeah <laughs> if they were top five then, then he the does. answer is yes then it's two to one how good is that <laughs> the interim and steelers with a nice win they won and covered against the bengals that was a winner but not a good week overall the new place now this is a this is a mini hedge. Let me be clear. But I also think it, it's a tough hill to climb. I have Oregon twenty eight to one to win it all. I added more at fourteen to one. I am. I, this is a mini hedge. This is widely available. Oregon to make the playoff. No, plus two twenty. Oh boy. I think they're going to win. But I. I this is this is going to be a mess on Sunday. More on that coming up. Tulane lane four. In the conference title game against SMU, SMU's 10-2. They've had a good year. They've scored a ton of points, but they're playing a real team now. And Tulane only has one loss, and again, that loss was without Pratt, their star quarterback against Ole Miss, and they hung around, and that was a close game in the fourth quarter. This is this is too much. Oklahoma State plays up to their competition. I'll take 14 in the Big 12 title game to start the day. An enormous game for Texas. They also need style points. And Gibeon, I'll go against Tim Boyle. Give me the Falcons on the road, lane three against the god-awful Jets. The worst third-down conversion rate in the history of football. There we go. Good stuff. Uh, By the way, we have breaking news in the NFL, which we'll get to coming up in a minute. Marquette was a winner. That was a really good game, the Maui Classic Championship game. Plus three and a half, plus four. That got there against Purdue. The football bets and beyond here, not great last week. The Lions teaser. I also had a Lions money line parley and bets giving here on the network. That would have won had the Lions showed up that day. 
That was an unbelievable result for the books. Everyone had Lions teasers. Oh, there's, it, it was it was it was over. Yep. Huge day for the books. Yep. Thanksgiving. TC, I guess Gabriel's going to play. Is that right? I can't believe that. A short turnaround with a concussion? Uh-huh. And it's going to drop 69 and go over the total yeah, themselves. Why not? Why not? Loser. Iowa State, awful at the ESPN. What happened? Invita- they should have lost their first game. Oh. And then the second game, they got... It doesn't matter because they They lost the second game and it really, really never had a chance against an unranked team. So they were... That was a miss... The team was playing well. They were ranked very high up in some of the metrics and... Um, like Ken Palm and Torvik and everything. Nope, plus 450. And they blew a 21-point lead yesterday, by the way, and lost to Texas A&M. Not that that, mattered, that game mattered for that bet, but those are losers. Adding a hockey play tonight. Cap, a small bet here. Capitals minus goal and a half. Tonight, puck line plus 122 against the San Jose Sharks. If you haven't become a VEASAN Pro subscriber yet, we're giving you one last chance to sign up on our best deal this year. Sign up for the Black Friday special today. Get VEASAN Pro access. Everything we do through May 1st for only $60. Daily best bets, dog videos, betting guides, Super Bowl guide, college bowl guide, which is great. March Madness. It expires November 30th. VEASAN.com slash subscribe. Sign up. Black Friday special now. VEASAN.com slash subscribe. Here's your breaking news. That didn't take long. I mean, we we talked about it today on the show. We just brought it up to Michael Lombardi. The Panthers have fired head coach Frank Reich, according to Ian Rappaport and others at NFL Network. So he doesn't even make it to the end of his first year in Carolina. Special teams coordinator Chris Tabor is the interim coach and addressing the team now. Jim Caldwell moves to special teams uh, to, well, to special advisor working with the offense, I should say. Caldwell, all right. How about that? Does this, so now the Buccaneers are laying six in this game against Carolina. There are basically, before this, they were a dead team. Okay, you thought you were going to go with Tampa Bay, I think, in Survivor this week. You're remaining one of like 110, 12, 14, give or take, here at Circa. Change your opinion at all? No comment, Mitch. Now, how about the how about the quote? It, it, does, it throws a wrench into things. It's, there's it always so bad. You know, I mean, if you you made an excellent point though, because of his confidence, and is the kid want to sit through a one in fifteen season? You know, sometimes you take your lumps and it builds character, but. Uh, do you go to Dalton and, and, you know, rescue the kid from himself? Sure. How about this tweet? This is like Rappaport's being fed information from the owner here. What is this, Adam Schefter? Hey, I'm going to send this to you. Over, you know, ch- check it over. After a rough game with plenty of in-game mismanagement, Reich is out. Who are you? Are you a coach? Are you a GM, Ian? You know, you can't add lib a fart. What are, you, what are you talking about? I mean, but this is that's an interesting tweet. How we threw that in there in. But again, the report that came out. The media is right around the locker room, and Tepper comes out screaming F-bomb central about what happened after the loss against the Titans, which the game was just sitting right there for him. I mean, Tennessee couldn't put him away. It's right. 17-10, and Carolina has ample uh, chances, and they couldn't do it. Carolina was stopping Tennessee like on every, every drive. Yeah. And they were getting the – no, it was like deep inside their own territory. But, you know, for those of you who have markets like that, I don't know if they're going to keep them up, but – Frank Reich was the guy to bet for next coach fired. Like, it was going to happen. Yeah. That was Rivera next. Well, Rivera last the season. I, I, I can't see that one either. Oh, man. One and done. There's one and done, and then there's this. The guy couldn't even get to December. No, I mean, and, and by, by the way, Paulie, now this is becoming a recurring thing. Uh, Urban Meyer could not last his first full year in Jacksonville, right? We've had others. Chip Kelly, one and done, I believe, in San Francisco. Uh, that's three that I can think of right Tom now. Tom Sula. Tom Sula, well, that was... The Niners yeah. went back-to-back, yep. I think. That's right, them. back-to-back one. Uh, uh, the kid in Cleveland. Yep, Freddie Kitchens. Was right. he one and done? And he was one and done. I think the other guy was, too. He followed Hugh Jackson, um, and then Kitchens was one and done. Chazinski? Wasn't he one and done? Oh, boy, wow. So we're getting up to, like, five, six guys if that's... Well, the, and anyways, the, this is just... It was an absolute debacle. Here's what Tom Pelissaro tweeted. Uh, the Panthers targeted Lions offensive coordinator Ben Johnson a year ago before he opted to stay in Detroit. It wouldn't be a surprise if they made another run at him as well. Well, yeah, they should. If you're Ben Johnson, my thought is you can probably name your job. You don't want anything to do with this owner or Bryce Young. And I, I'm not, Bryce Young might be better than what we're watching right now. I'm not going to completely write him off. It's been 
horrible. I'd like to see Frank Reich, who did an awful job, though, but just come out and talk about what happened with the draft process. Absolutely. Hopefully he and will. The quarterback. I, I hope I, I, he, he needs to save his reputation, though, too. Yep. I mean, I know it's the good old boy network, so someone will just plug him in and, and get a job. But I'd like to see him, if this indeed happened, I think it did, just say, listen, I wanted Stroud the whole time. McCown wanted Stroud. We all wanted Stroud. And this guy comes in and, and says, no, we're going with Bryce Young. Let's, let's and, hope and, that and he... Kid, and certainly I didn't develop him, but... Sure. You see how it's going in Houston and how it's going here. I hope there's such a bitter taste in his mouth and his relationship with the owner is so bad that he's willing to talk about it and tell us the truth. Oh, he, he kind of said he, that. He, he kind of did, actually. He said, he said, this guy meddles more than Ursay yeah. <laughs> in a press conference. Jim Ursay's got a tough life. Prejudice against him. and yeah, this, uh, Poor guy. I feel I bad know. for Ursay. Yeah, well, as you should. Did you see the interview? No, I did not. Oh, actually. okay. All yeah. right. Okay. Yeah. Uh, what a weekend. Oh, man. What do you think tonight? Now, the Vikings have beat them five in a row. Otto's 44. Ibrafloos has never won a division game. He's never beat a team with uh, a coming in above 500. Great observation by Mike, too, about how it went the first time. I mean, the I, Bears could not move the ball. I think, so, I think again, the, this, yeah. this Monday night under angle, right? I think 44 that's is number a, one. That's like in, in, yeah. in 2023 football. This yep. totals 44. Well, with the, we've only had one over so far. Under, largest lead under. I bet first quarter under. Seven and a half. That's another bet I made. Yeah, I think oh. it's too many points. Sure. I also think the Vikings Dobbs. are playoff teams. So I think they win the game. Get it done, Dobbs. Come on. If you missed, it's good. Hashtag skull. If you missed any of the show today, you can search Follow the Money, Apple, Spotify, Citra, Amazon, wherever you get your podcasts. Good luck tonight. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80, live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infinity QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Zigazoo has made me zigzag. What I mean by that is I swore I would never let my kids on social media, but now I'm setting them loose on Zigazoo. Zigazoo is a space for kids to post videos they've created and to share them with other kids just like them. Videos that are moderated by actual people. And since there are no comments or messaging, you don't have to worry about social trolling. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network for kids. Download the Zigazoo app today.